you wonder when you go downtown, are we safe? Are we secure? Is everything good? That's why monthly we get together with Lieutenant Linnea Miller, who coordinates Crime Stoppers, because I'm always curious. Are the city of La Crosse, the vicinity, are we in pretty good shape? Lieutenant, good morning and happy Tuesday. How is La Crosse? Are we, do we live in a safe community these days, in your opinion? Good morning. Uh, yes, absolutely. We live in a very safe community. It's a beautiful city here in La Crosse. Well, and it, everybody knows it's beautiful. Uh, there are people who are concerned that it may not be as safe as it once was because unscrupulous characters want to separate you from whatever whatever you've worked hard to collect and you have it in your pocket and I need you to give it to me right now. Yes, I can understand that people are going to be concerned, and and just like anywhere in um, the, the uh, communities, you know, we have people who do things that aren't uh, the nicest or the greatest, and they break yeah. uh, laws, and we have to be concerned about that. But overall, our city is very safe, and um, I wouldn't hesitate to tell anyone who would want to live here, move here, that this is a great place to live. Is the homeless situation that is ever-evolving, it seems, is it... it- is, I don't know, I could ask, is it causing more of a problem or just different problems that we hear about? And in some people's minds, it seems like, well, there's there's more of a problem. I hear more and more about it. Might be the same size problem, just different. How The homeless situation in La Crosse, from a law enforcement perspective, uh, how, how are we doing? You know, for the for our law enforcement, it really is just something that we continue to work with day in and day out. It evolves because of the seasons. It evolves because of maybe the number of homeless or um, just the different uh, things that we are dealing with within our community too, which might be related to um, our, our the, the drugs or alcohol or other things. So. It is not something that um, you know we find is 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 necessarily getting worse, getting better. It's yeah. just something that we have to evolve with. Well, and we hear as often as not, we hear there's a ton of homeless people who just want to be left alone. They don't want you to help them. They're happy living way off the grid. Uh, how many of those people versus how many people who actually could benefit from? some some help with uh, drugs or alcohol addiction and and uh, so forth how many people are legitimately homeless because they want to be and how many people are legitimately homeless and could use some help you ever looked at those two separate categories Absolutely. We look at that every day that we are, are working and, and working with the homeless population. We are looking at those that are wanting and willing to take um, resources. We have a, a lot of resources that we have available, and we are readily uh, offering to anyone who would like to take that. And just like for anyone else, I mean, if somebody doesn't want those resources and doesn't feel like they need those resources, that is their choice. And so we do deal with that um, every day. And and, um, and we will continue to deal with that. That will never change. Right. Well, and it is your choice to not uh, accept uh, help because you don't feel like you need help. You, you're not a drug addict or, or an alcoholic, and, and that's all well and good. But you can't live in this park. I know you don't want any help. You like living way off the grid, but you have to live off the grid, not in this park or this place, wherever it is. 
Correct. And we work really uh, diligent to make sure that we are working with those who are, are staying and trying to stay in the different parks. We work with the mayor's office. We work with our park and rec department to continuously try to offer resources, try to uh, work with those that are um, unsheltered, homeless, that are un- you know not sure where they're going to be staying, and, and try to keep them uh, moving along and keep them um, away from staying in the parks. Is it yeah, is it is it possible to separate those two groups? Those who who uh, legitimately want or need some help can can uh, stand in this line over here, and those of you who want to just live off the grid and have a happy life and go over there and you know whatever, live in a tent and not be bothered, live over there. It, it may very well be possible. I know for, like, the police department, our main goal is to make sure everyone's safe, everyone is, you know, following the laws, and we are um, getting calls to these places to take care of situations or deal with situations where a law may be broken. And if it rises uh, um, to a different level where they need different resources, we offer resources or we get other people involved, such as the Park and Rec Department, the Mayor's Office, the County um, Health Human Services, whatever we can do to um, help those people and help our community and hopefully have everyone feel safe. Right. And I I understand uh, to try and get as many organizations involved as you can, but wouldn't there be more help if it weren't the Park and Rec Department and more uh, the Salvation Army or Catholic Services or those organizations that have a goal in their existence to help the homeless not be homeless or to help drug addicts not be a drug addict or an alcoholic uh, and give the money and the resources and the efforts to those organizations, not uh, not Park and Rec, who's just trying to find a piece of property that uh, that they that the homeless won't move into and trash, as has been the case uh, most recently pointed out with uh, Huska Park and and to some degree uh, uh, Copeland Park. And all of those um, organizations, agencies are involved. Yeah. Those are the main people that we are working with day okay. in and day okay. out is Salvation Army. Um, we, we are working with uh, Cooley Recovery. We're working with all of these different um, agencies and organizations, nonprofits, in order to provide the resources that uh, the unsheltered may need. And so, yes, everyone is involved. We work very diligently. Um, we meet with all these people. We talk with these people. People. We work with them. We're down there with those um, agencies and organizations all the time. So, yes, they are very involved. And if they had uh, a much larger budget, you think they'd be more successful in helping the individuals in La Crosse uh, without growing that community and without finding out that more and more homeless are moving here from far away around the state or around the country? They're coming to La Crosse because we offer services. We, we do offer services. As far as a bigger budget, I, I can't answer that question. I don't yeah. know if having more money would uh, assist the situation, if it would change the situation. I do not know. But I, I do know that we have a lot of wonderful uh, resources and services here in our local area, our community, La Crosse area. And, um, and, and that is wonderful. A lot of places cannot say that. We do have that. Well, and you're absolutely right. And as you stated at the beginning, of our conversation, Lacrosse is a wonderful place to live. Is it perfect? No, by no means is it perfect. Is it awesome? Is it awesomer than a lot of other places that uh, you and I could live? Wake up tomorrow and find out we live in Toledo, Ohio, or 
someplace else and be very disappointed that we didn't stay in lacrosse then maybe the answer to that is yes i am i am thrilled that i live in western wisconsin it's it is an awesome place to live and thank you very much lieutenant linnea miller and uh, your staff and everybody at the police department uh, so uh, working so hard to keep us all safe and keeping western wisconsin a great place to live not an easy task these days you have so much to deal with thank you very much for doing the very very best you can appreciate